Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded Back. 
so she's backed by, you know, popular demand. Um, you have to hear this woman's story. Uh, she has a dynamite story about a book that she wrote um, based on her life story, even talking about, you know, an abusive marriage that she had been through. You don't want to miss the story. You really don't. Um, and she's going to be live with us tonight. Um, she also has done some work with the hip-hop. Uh, she's worked on some movies. Uh, so we got a star, okay? <laughs> so this woman does a little bit of everything. She's going to be joining us a little bit later in the show. But I want to, you know, warm up the airways. We're talking about some realistic topics that's going on. Now, here we go. Realistically speaking, y'all, you ever been in a situation where you have to, like, forgive somebody? <laughs> and I know I ain't there yet. I'm going to be honest with you, so don't judge me. You know, I know it's a Christian thing to do. You know, they sit there and they say, you know, church, when my person slap you, you turn the other cheek so you can slap. No, mm-mm, I ain't there yet because I've been to turn the other cheek and I've been I came back from the other side and knocked you right on out. I'm, I kid you not. I'm just not there yet. Okay, somebody said you're going to hell for that. That's okay. Um, I'll take that one. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. The reason why I brought that up is because, you know, people, they talk about you, they, they, you know, they try to put you down, they spite you, you know, spike you and everything like that and say some things, nasty things. And they always say that you treat your enemies, you know, as your footstool. Now, Twin, I'm going to bring you in for a minute until we do get my co-host on here. And you can testify to this, you know, because we both grew up in church. You know, the, the worst people that can really, really hurt you and really, like, step on your back is church people. We done been there. We done well, I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, let's keep it real. I mean, keep it funky. It's a fat man's drawers. It's, it's, it's people that have been on the radio. That church what? folk called church folk. And her like, Right? Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, you know, but, I mean, that it, it's crazy. You... I, I won't say that it's the, that's the main reason why I don't believe in religion today, because it's not because uh-huh. that's, that's through my studies of things. But I will say that um, it didn't help. It didn't help. Uh-huh. I've seen people, and you know, and, and I can't wait to bring on our our, our uh, co-host right here, Flash Fraser, who's on the line right in a few minutes after I make this statement, because I know he uh-huh. can make a hell of a statement about this this topic here. Oh, yeah. Making money the issue. It's almost like church sometimes bullies you. I mean, I mean, uh-huh. it's funny you said that, and, and I never came across this before. But you, you, you making, you making, you, you making it hard for me tonight. You got to look right. You, you got to, you got to dress right. You got uh-huh. to pay right, and you got to act right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That almost sounds like a social club. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, I remember we came up and we, and come on now, Twin, you know, we were always innocent. You know, a lot of times, you know, we always, you know, we had parents that, that, that had good jobs, okay? So we didn't uh-huh. look like anything. You know, like one thing that, that the Beverly's and the Presley's did definitely was make sure their kids look good for church. And it was, if you, you know, if you didn't look out, if you didn't look good outside in the street, you damn sure look good outside, you know, when you went to church. That's one guarantee. Yeah, you going to fly with the church. So, Sometimes I had to get away from that mentality of bullying or looking down on a person who didn't dress like I dress. Uh-huh. And now those people, because we still so dress with people ourselves, you know, you know, we flop and you know, we ain't never changed. But the fact of the matter is that 
those people now are fly because they became successful. And the people, the so-called people that were bullying others are now bums. Mm, you know, right. Don't have no house. Don't have a pot to piss in. I know that's right. So, I mean, you know, uh-huh. you know that, that, that church bullying, man, has caused a lot of people. Like, people hurt people in the church. Where yeah. if, you were giving, if you were not giving amount of monies, then you could be in certain auxiliaries. Oh, I know yeah. I'm talking They talked about you. And, and, and I got to go back to something that you had said as we grew up. We might have went to uh, school with Converse sneakers, zebra sneakers, you know, them all brand, you know, sneakers and stuff. But, honey, when you went to church, you were smooth. Now, I had the best wardrobe when it came down to church. Now, I might look like, you know, I had a couple little high waters going to school. I was one of them. They talked about me. They laughed at me. Correct. But that, I was too for the church because mom ain't play that part. <laughs> imagine, but imagine, Quinn, you know, the kids that couldn't do both. Bye. And that's what I'm talking about, like, where you got people that hated to go to church. And I put people to this day, and I'm going to get back into get splashed on here. But oh, yeah. people to this day, I'm talking about grown as us, going on, going on 50, like I uh-huh. am. And uh-huh. and people say, I'm never going to church no more. No, they you know, the fake phony, phony hypocrites. The bullying starts, I do believe, and I want to go into the auxiliary thing. And then, like I said, you, you, you should not have brought me on. See, you're now on my soapbox. I'm, 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 I'm trying to shut the hell up. I'm trying to shut the hell up. I'm going to you out when I tell you why I brought this up. But go ahead. Yeah, it's funny because people in auxiliary, I've seen great people that's supposed to be used by God. Now, you hear what I'm saying, uh-huh. Twins? People uh-huh. that were supposed uh-huh. to be used by God being hindered because they're not giving the proper offering. Listen, this brings splash rage on you. I'm out of here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You can be you can be talking. Wow. Now, when you Uh-huh. 
You need to tell me, and all have mercy, Jesus, you need to show me who are y'all bowing down to. Who are y'all? Who, it, it, what is it? Because you cannot be doing this much to think that something in your life is prospering. It can't be. I, I don't want to hear it because, to me, you're struggling. And you told me some God been so good. Where? Honey, because he's still eating noodles and noodles. So where has he been good? God damn it. Stop playing with me. Get your ass something that gets me all of the time. And it got a lot of our old saints, uh, uh, twin and splash, for real. Uh-huh. Why in the tar nation would you give your last dollar? I'm going to say this wow. again. Your last dollar that you know you're supposed to be paying your, uh, I'm going to say this again, your uh, electric bill, water bill. And then the preacher uh-huh. has audacity said, no, 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 no. Just give by faith. God will give it back to you. Twain, what about that? Mm-hmm. Like they, 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 believe, they believe so strong. Like, this is my last $10. I'm going to give it and put it in tithes and offer it on Sunday. And watch, son, watch. I'm going to be blessed this week. Okay, the week then went by. Where the hell we blessed at? Where? Because mm-hmm. I'm using newspaper to wipe my ass right about now. So where are we blessed at? Y'all gonna stop playing with me. It ain't that much church in the world. Now, we all have our own beliefs, and let me tell you, this is just how I feel. The Bible was just a white man's book to make rules, to put black people in slavery, and to control us, and they still oh, are controlling us. And until we decide to say, hey, Stop believing this damn Bible and decide to make our own choices. We will, we will always, and we will always be nothing but less for white people. We will always, they will always be our masters. White people will always be our masters because we are too dumb to realize what they have done to us. And all they do is laugh at us. And we too dumb. They make money off of us, and we don't care. We don't care. Because wow. we could be out here, you know, racking it up, counting dollars. You know, they don't care. They make money off of us. We built America. We invented everything in this country. We did. Black people did. Color people did. Immigrants did. White people have been living free. They've been living wealthy, free. They don't got a damn thing to worry about. Okay, uh-huh. and, and and we the ones thinking that we living good. We ain't. We ain't living uh-huh. good, not at all. They just waiting for us. Paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Exactly. Uh-huh. 
So, and, and I you mean, know, I'm not about to sit here and follow these book rules. Now, I don't heard some people say, now, there's things in the Bible that they said in the Bible that's going on right now. Okay. I understand that. I get that. People have always, people, you, what they say, you speak life, you speak into life when you speak stuff into the future and it happens. Because I've done that and I've seen that happen in my life and I, it, it's, I've had some, a lot of deja vu going on in my life. And I'm like, hey, uh-huh. I said this, this is what happened in my life, and it happened. But I mean, uh-huh. for us to sit here, like, come on, y'all. Y'all know slavery was written in the Bible. Y'all know all this stuff, but yet, y'all still want to abide by it. Why can't y'all just be regular human beings and just live you? Why can't you just be yourself? Why you got to do what everybody else say? Why you got to let other people dictate your life or dictate what what you have to do, what you're supposed to do. Oh, you're supposed to get married to a white and a man. Or you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to wear a white dress. You're supposed to wear a black to a funeral. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to have a family. You, you know, like, who who says? Who made these rules? No. You know, life is for us to experiment and to explore. That's why that's why it's that's why it's a huge it's a world out there. That's what we're meant ah. to do. We're meant to explore our world. There's four chambers in our brains and yet we have not mastered to our four chambers because we're too stuck on the first and the second. We don't know how to keep our, our brains to keep learning, to keep wanting more because we, we, we get too content on what we already done, like what we already do. Like we go to church every Sunday, like, we okay, it's okay, I get high all week. You know, I strip all week. You know, I, you know, I may, I may rape somebody this week. I may, I, I may stab somebody this this week. But I go to church on Sunday, so it's okay. Okay, you know, and you gonna get me started tonight. You gonna get me started because I see the stuff that goes on in the world, and you think that people going to church is gonna make it better. That says who? Says who? You think because you can do all that? I, 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 I don't need church. If I'm going to do that all week, what the hell is it going to church for? Wait a minute. I'm going to go there with him right now. This, this is why I'm at. And, and a lot of times, and, and, and I got I to gotta go, you know, not because I got to go with Splash, because I had my own thoughts before I knew Splash, okay? And Splash knows that, right? Me and Splash talk about this. I know there's a creator because, you know what, there's things that cannot be explained. Only things, I believe in both math, mathematics and sciences, Okay. And if man cannot compute it, that means it had to come from a force that they do, they know not of. Okay, that's how far I go. I go with all in all, which I call him all, which is above all, through all, and incapacitate all. That's what who he believes. So, I, I say, let me tell you something about being able to buy a whole lot of things without going to church. And I know people be like, "Oh my God, oh my daily is sacrilegious." Shut up, whoever's out there, just, just, just shut up, okay. I save so much money, twin and splash, on not giving offerings. It is almost a crying shame. I don't have to worry about Sunday morning having to get my pennies up to find a way to give an offering. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being honest now. I don't have to worry about the auxiliary board offering, the children's fund, the usher board, the missionaries, the mother's board, the expansion fund, and then the pastoral. And then the main one. Wow. How come they always throw Malachi, Malachi 3 and 6? Should a man rob God? It had nothing to do with money. 
That was how many people in the neighborhood, since we're all harvesting together, are going to put the meat and the grain in the storehouse. Uh-huh. So, preacher, wow. where are you coming off? And, and listen, if Star Newton is out there, press Star 8. If you're out there right now, press Star 8. Um, where did it come from? Did you hear what Splash is saying? You didn't got, you just stepped on. Remember now, we got a new saying around here. At ONE, you uh-huh. just stepped on my toe. You just stepped on my toe. And <laughs> it has nothing to do with money. So how did the preacher twist this of the Levite? First of all, preacher, you're not studying Judaism. So you can't even the, 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 the harmonic rabbis are not called Levites. Mm-hmm. You never see the people that, that, you know, that, that, that teach in the synagogue call themselves a Levite. That was in the Old Testament when it was time to have someone to live near the tabernacles of the holies of holies. Uh, the last time I found out, Flash and, uh, and Twin, the holy of holies and the Ark of the Covenant had never been found. So since there's no Levites, let's go there again, since there's no Levites, okay, then how can you tell me Malachi 3 and 6 applies to the Christian church? I'm waiting. Ooh, amen. Well, I was like, so what are you saying? Are you saying, you know, and that's why I don't even go through it. Like, thank you, Splash. Like, are you saying that Okay, we're still to say by grace. Well, but in grace, we're in New Testament, right? Oh, we just follow the Old Testament. No, but the Barakai 3 and 6, Nep 3, 6 to 9, never said anything about money. It is said that God will open up a blessing. So this is what you do, guys. Go to ShopRite and find us some meat and grain to give to somebody. It works. Man, you stupid. But with that being said, I, I'm going to bring up the reasons why I brought this up. And the reason why I brought this up, because there we got a little celebrity gossip that's going on. So we're going to start with the celebrity gossip that's going on in the church. Oh, Damn. no. no, no, no <laughs> listen, long as they splash more, no, don't talk about Deidre Hatton. You get cut. All right. <laughs> no, but wait, he had some issues that was going on too now. I'm going to get to him in a minute. But let's talk about Erica Campbell. Erica Campbell from Mary Mary. Everybody already know about them. They the ones that did shackles and, you know, um, uh, they did all kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But anybody know Mary Mary. But anyway, Erica, she was talked about a lot by a lot of people because of the fact that she decided to put pink hair in her head. Now, it looked nice. It really did. I mean, girlfriend looked at glamorous. She does have a chip on her shoulder because she kind of knows that she looks good. She's one of them, you know, that shows that. However, why can't she wear pink hair is the question. So there's the article that was online, and the article was stating that, you know, why did the church criticize her for having pink hair? Now, granted, I understand it is a distraction. However, you have to understand that she does more stage performances than she does church performances. So when you're talking about stage performances, there's a difference when it comes down to the hair. Now, I know that people may not agree with me with everything, but there's a difference with a stage performer and a gospel artist that is singing locally in the churches, traveling. The hair, the makeup, and everything else, even the wardrobe, is totally different than someone that would travel from church to church. Why is it that this woman got ridiculed so bad because of her pink hair? I'm going to go to Splash. What's your intake on that? 
Uh-oh, that's expanded. That's all the spirit. He oh, I'm not. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay. I'm just waiting for, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was Wonder Dre and co-host Splash Show, but I've been hearing somebody else on this longer than I have been, but I'm, I, I, I ain't throwing no shit. I'm just sipping on something. <laughs> This is what you need to do. Tell Twin to stop bringing me on the program. And that way, when I, I will cover before they ain't on the program. So there you go. Please, <laughs> you know, I'm starting some mess with you. Okay, okay. Get it twisted. So what's your intake on that one, boo? They're criticizing this lady because she has pink hair. Now, mind you, she's a stage performer. She sings gospel, but she's a stage performer. So the hair, the makeup, the clothing, it has to be stage, you know, preference. She has a certain I mean, glamour that she has to withhold. What's your intake? Is she a stage performer as a stripper? No, she's a, but she's a gospel artist. Okay. Gospel artist. So okay, what it so. is, is they, they ridicule her. She has, like, pastors and stuff saying that she needs to sit down because of the fact that she's wearing pink hair and she's singing. Uh, really though, who ain't wearing pink hair? That's 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 what we should be saying. Who ain't wearing pink hair? Who ain't yeah. wearing red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple? Who ain't? <laughs> who ain't? It's like for real though. And this is why yeah. I can't stand Christians because Christians have the or this, Christians is the worst. They're terrible. They are the out of all the religions, they are the absolute worst. They are mm-hmm. the worst. They're worse than hypocrites. I can't because like I've been raised around to see how they act. Like you know, it's today. You go to church. It's like some days you be like, yeah, I'm going to church because that's the only time they going to act right and be nice. Because when we get home, it's going to be like all hell broke loose. So damn right, <laughs> I'm going to church. So it's right. just, see how they act. It's just like really. And I and I, and I used to I used to really hit that nerve because I'm just like, you know, did you forget what the pastor said today? He said forgiveness, uh-huh. and yet you keep bringing up shit, you know. But <laughs> you know, we just went to church to talk about this, and I'm at the table like, you know, the pastor talked about forgiveness, and I had a whole journal, right? I was taking notes, I could pull it out, but yet y'all can't keep y'all keep going down the path, like you know, the pastor talked about you know, leaving the past like that and learn how to move forward. Because when you stay in the past, you're going to stay stuck in the past. You're going to never know how to go forward. Right, so right. I used, to, I used to always quote stuff out of the church because I used to always listen. And I guess everybody else, the older people didn't really listen. So when you're young and they expect you not to listen, but you're paying attention, I used to set my eye them up. I was just uh-huh. I was say, so don't start. I said, you're going to have a nice Sunday dinner. But don't want to burn you. I got time for that because I came from a nice church church. But, I mean, who cares? Pink hair, yellow hair, green hair. Everybody is so judgmental nowadays. It's terrible. Aren't it's, they? It's, it's, it's we don't, we, we, we see people to judge, not to see people to say hi and to communicate with nowadays. It's, it's, it's sickening. It's, it's, really, it's really bad. And, uh-huh. and that's, that's despicable because what, whatever happened to inspiration, the music is supposed to inspire you. It's supposed to help right. you get through a good day. Uh-huh. You're not supposed oh, to be yeah. judging me because I got pink hair. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, even uh-huh. if I do got my pink hair, I'm still making my coins. You're still singing my hits. Exactly. So and what's wrong with day, that? You shouldn't be glorifying my pink hair anyway. Now, if I come to your church 
and do a church performance, I can understand that being a distraction. But it ain't no different yeah. for Sister Mally that got up there and sang a solo, and she got turquoise here while I got pink hair. I mean, come on. I'm, you know what I mean? You ain't doing it. Right. Because, you I, know? Mean, whoever, I mean, whoever, whoever listens to our music is probably going to start coloring their hair right then and there. Oh, my God. She had turquoise and blue hair. So I'm about to do that now, too. It's how everybody thought. We all talk about. We all talk about somebody, but soon as a celebrity or somebody on TV do it, we hop, skip, and jump. And that's what pisses me off with our LGBT community and these heterosexual communities because they done took everything from us. We had our own unique style. We did our own damn thing, and they they talked so much about us. They beat us up so bad. They killed us for wearing tight jeans, having different color hair, all kinds of shit, and yet y'all doing it. Right, exactly. Well, I know, Twin, you're trying to get in. Let me just make one more point before I do bring you in with this this expert uh, slurp that he's going to bring in. Now, not only did you have that situation, but your boy Dietrich Hatton had some issues too. Now, well, no, 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 talk about my man. Oh, oh, but, oh no, he has oh. going on. Uh-oh. But the, at the end of the day, he's normal. He's a regular man, just like anybody else. Okay, so his issue was he was with some, you know, with his wife. They had issues. He cheated. Went outside his marriage. Had a child. So, you know, he got talked about when it came down to that, you know, um, he finally decided he was going to do the right thing. He got married because the child that he had was out of wedlock. So now he's doing the right thing. But for a while they wanted to ridicule him and sit him down. Then he did the um, the preachers of Atlanta. Um, they did some type of um, thing that was going on with that, and he talked about it, how he was ridiculed, how his wife wasn't allowed to be a part of the choir and wasn't allowed to teach songs and help teach and direct and stuff like that because they looked at her differently because of the fact that she, you know, got pregnant out of wedlock. So to satisfy all the stuff that was going on, to satisfy, the, you know, the fact that he was a preacher and a singer, even though he did love this woman, it forced him to want to get married sooner. But he said that's what caused him to get married the first time, and he got married too quickly, you know. So, yes, he said, I'm not no different. The only difference with me is I say yes to the calling. But, you know, don't judge me just because I did something that any other man would do in the church. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's my man. I feel you can't judge any human being because it's a difference. It's like, it's like if I get a calling, I'm going to do what my calling asks me to do. But oh, yeah. you can't, you can't criticize my calling with my personal life because if the Lord asks me to preach and 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 save people, to help people, minister to people, however way possible, you no know, whether whatever which way it comes, whether it comes spiritually, religiously, you know, lifestyley, however way it comes. You can't mix what I do on my regular basis on how I may help others on a regular basis in life. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. I agree. You know, it's just like, because, I mean, there's homosexual, you know, preachers and stuff out here. There's, you know, there's LGBT churches and stuff out here. And I'm not about to sit here 
or, or you know, she'll be like, oh, my God, that's a gay preacher. I ain't carrying on. Girl, stop playing with me. What you're going to do is cut it the hell out because what you ain't going to do, <laughs> you've been going to that church down there on 95th, you know, and you've been knowing that preacher and his wife for 20 years. Literally, you know, he's been banging me for the last 10. Stop playing. Stop right. playing because it's out there. Just because you don't know and don't see, don't know. Okay, but we're in a time where it's like, what's the point of hiding for? Like, men been hiding all their lives. We've been hiding all their lives. So there's preachers out there doing that dirt on the side. And the only reason why they marry a woman or be with a woman is to hide. It's, it's, it's a bigger cover-up. No honey, they ain't my style. They ain't about to cover up a with a woman or nothing. Okay? Right. Exactly. That's what it is. So I, I feel that with this religious stuff, don't be throwing that stuff up in my face. Because... Mm. What you do, I'm quite sure what you do behind closed scenes or whatever you do in your life, you're doing some sins too. And I'm sure you're doing multiple sins more than I am compared to my one, if you want to call that a sin. Because if the Lord created, Jesus created me in this world to be with who I need to be in this world, he did it for a reason. So if he made me to be homosexual and the like men, it was for a reason, not for nobody else. It was for a reason. And people like me for a reason. So maybe they won't like me if I was straight. But they like me for a reason. Honey, and I feel like so in this world and age, you know, I feel like what anybody do, whether you straight, anything, what you do behind closed doors shouldn't matter to anybody because that's not how you greet somebody. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Are you straight or gay? That's just not how it works in the world. When, when you're in, in the store or anything, when you, when you walk past somebody or you cut in front of somebody, when you say, excuse me, the first thing you don't say is, oh, my God, are you gay? Are you straight? Excuse me. That's not what you do. That's not how we talk to people. So I don't get why people are always in somebody's bed. That's just despicable, period. Everybody is different. Right, right. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. I'm not about to start no more mess. But go ahead and get that call online. I think you got to call it, don't you? Nope, not yet. Ain't no calling yet. But I will. Okay. You know why I don't got no callers? We ain't got no callers, but people out there know we out here talking on them. They know. I like the fact that Jesus had it said. They like, I ain't about to hit that star eight because he did a show talking about me. I ain't I know. I want to call in and say I want to just call in and support, but damn, they really chewed my ass up. Yeah, I know. All y'all, all y'all 260,000 plus listeners, I know y'all are. Y'all out there feel real guilty. Y'all need to cut that out, okay? Y'all need to stop that. That 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 religious thing is 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 not good because when when you meet somebody. You feel off of energy. You can automatically tell, oh, that something about to happen with that person. Something about to go down. Like you, you know when you have senses. That, that's why mm-hmm. we're human beings. And that's part of learning your four chambers for the brain. You, you start to learn your body. And if you can't learn and control your body, then I'm going to tell you. And people are like, well, how the hell you can, can, can you control that? What do you mean mm-hmm. how you can control that? I might not be able to control everything, but I can control my temperatures in my body. You know, like like friends with mosquitoes. I realize that my temperature in my body is real high. Mosquitoes be swamping me. But if I just relax and just let my body relax and let my heartbeat relax, the mosquitoes won't bother me. So it's all about control. That's your body. Learn how to control your body, your senses. You know when you meet somebody good in your life or you know when you meet somebody that ain't good in your life. You know. 
just like when I came across you, just like when Sharice was like, you know what, I need a plus one for this wedding. You think you want to come? I was all for it. Hell yeah, girl, what we got to wear? What's the color? Right. You, you already know. Right. When I get done, uh, when I get done, uh, I'm looking for a red carpet. It's a wedding. I mean, I ain't trying to outdo nobody at the wedding, but uh, I don't play around. So, I mean, and you know, when I met you, it was just like a bad a boom, a boom. And we was out there talking hours after the wedding. So, I mean, it's just energy. It's not like, Lord, I hope you send me a good person in my life and then I can be on the radio and, mm-hmm. and you know, that's the, that's not what I prayed for. That's just not how it works. It works right. off to, you know, speaking to somebody, actually just having that moment with somebody. That's just how it works. You know, I work in customer service. And our job is to speak and greet the people. You know, hi, Bye. how are you? Welcome to, welcome to such and such. But when I speak to somebody, it's just like, it's almost like I'm cussing them out. It's like, hi, how are you? Welcome to such and such. They look at me all sideways. Like I done said, hey, chick, this, that. It's just like, did I offend you for speaking? Did I offend you for saying hi? It's just like this world is so ass backwards. I don't know where to even begin. So mm. this religion stuff, and people use this religion stuff as a cover-up, as a, right, oh, I'm, right. I'm going I'm to church on Sunday. You going to church on Sunday. I, I laugh sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, you going to church on Sunday. And Odell was at that strip club with me the other night, the night before. We we had we had that orgy the other night, and damn sure got high on Monday after work, and your ass going to church on Sunday. Person. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not knocking what you do, but please, please don't use that. Well, I go to church, so don't, don't. And then because what the hell that the gotta do? What they gotta do? What they gotta do? You, if somebody starts shooting at you and you run into a church, that ain't gonna save you. Because the last time I checked, churches is getting shot up. So what mm-hmm. is church up, going mm-hmm. to do? Stop playing right. with me. Don't want to stop playing right. with me. Stop playing with well, me. Well, I got, I got one more thing to ask you, and it's a yes or no question. And then we gotta, we definitely got to move on to our guest because our guest is in the queue. And um, start, if you, when you're out there listening to me, just press star A, sweetie, so that way we can see you because we can't see you. But I know you're out there because you already told me. That's so she, she, she probably don't want to press that start. She she's like, oh, you're going to light these airways up. I know she I is. Know that's now, you know, they always say that the Bible speaks of bless those who persecute you. Now, I'm going to be the first one to say this much. I ain't there yet. If you cuss me out, I'm going to cuss you out. Hello. You smack me, I'm going to smack you back. Again. Okay? Again. You ain't going to speak to me, I ain't going to speak to you. Another commandment is, uh, okay, another commandment is love thy neighbor. Well, honey, if you ain't going to speak to me, that's fine. I ain't got to live with you. That's why we got the wall up. Okay? Hello. Don't touch me, though. I'm working on it. I'm working on some things, but, you know, I just listen. I'm not going to stand around and wait for you to smack the other side. And I know the good book says that. But I'm saying to fight somebody if you smack me. You try that with one Dre and see what's going to happen. I, oh, listen, oh, oh, oh. I ain't got no biblical oh. words that's going to help you with that. Just look for the fist. Now, I'm going to ask you, wish it and take. We got two seconds to, to tag that one, and then we're going to see if our guest is ready to come in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh-huh. with you. Let me, let me take it. I was just telling my friend, like, like I, talk, I tell people, I talk shit for a living. 
And I'm gonna tell you something right now that's gonna be that's that's me. I got my own splash too. I'm gonna give it to you how you don't want it, dictionary. Because let me tell you something, it is what it is. But I'm the same way. You know, I heard that too. Well, if somebody not gonna do it back and hit one cheek, you turn the other cheek. Okay, I got two cheeks. You hit me to the left, okay, I'm gonna turn to the left. You hit me to the right, I'm gonna turn all right. You only get two chances to hit me. I ain't got no more cheeks. Okay. Okay. You better hurt me. Right. You better kill me because I'm coming back no, swinging. It just doesn't work that way. And it's like same way at work. Let me tell you something. If I sit here and say, hi, welcome to such and such and speak to you, and you open your mouth, and you decide to walk around the store, pick up a few things, and walk up on me and ask for a fitting room or ask for something, let me tell you something. I'm going to ignore the hell out of you because just how you <laughs> didn't speak to me when I spoke to you when you walked to my store, I'm going to do the same thing to you to let you know this is what it is. It doesn't matter because I work here. Oh, but you work here. I don't give a damn. If I'm out in public, I am a human being. If I speak and greet, just like when I'm out in public or at a cashier or whatever, while I'm paying out or whatever, I speak, hi, how are you, even if they don't speak to me. That's just a natural uh-huh. thing to me because I need to know, you know, what type of – that's how I feel off the energy. And you speak right. back, depending on your tone and your voice and how you are and if you got a smile or a grin or the – and all, sometimes how you look and all that don't even matter to me. It's just weird with me. I can pimp off your energy what type of person you may be or feel. You know, right, I went into right. a store – you know, I got off the bus to go to my, you know, I stopped at a store, Dollar General, whatever, went to get a few things. And then when I walked in, the guy was talking to the other customers, whatever, like that. But, you know, when it was my, you know, I got my few things. I'm walking down the aisle and everything, getting a few things. I'm taking my time because the bus ain't ready to go yet. I'm just taking my time. I got headphones on, a book bag. So you already know what that means. They automatically think you stealing or whatever it can be. But I come in this drawer like almost every other day. So I'm like, what well, is what it is. So like, this guy hasn't seen me yet. I haven't seen him. But his whole demeanor changed when I got to the register. He didn't speak. He didn't say thank you, have a nice day. He didn't do anything. And I was just like, hmm. And and now the inner me, one of my crazies inside of me, wanted to go the hell off. Like, damn, I'm going to scope and say hi to you and everything. You really, I don't write a survey. I don't write a survey for your ass right about now and get you fired. But I'm not even about that. Like, it's just that it's despicable for you to judge me right out the gate. And I'm in work for you. So what is it about me and my work clothes that you can't acknowledge me or speak to me at your damn back? Wow. I'm not mad at you, but I spoke uh-huh. to you, and you didn't acknowledge right. me back. So common it's a courtesy. You know, right. And that's what I'm saying. It's common courtesy. And, and, you know, common sense, common courtesy, that's not taught in this day and age. Social media yeah. teaches our kids. Internet teaches our kids today. Our parents, uh-huh. parents can't even control their kids today because parents right. should be being best friends with their kids. It's okay to be a best friend with your child, but there's rules and regulations. And there's oh, a yeah. line you can't cross, okay? Uh-huh. So, that, you know, yeah, there's we... certain stipulations that you can't cross. We can be uh-huh. only close to my child because that's my child, and, you know, I, I want them to be honest with me and open with me. But at the same time, are lines that you cannot uh-huh. fall. But in this day and age, it's like, who cares? My 13 year can come on, come on to the bar with me and have a good time and shoot up some lines. Who cares? Right. It, it, does, it doesn't matter in this day and age. But you know what? Go ahead and get the girl on the phone. 
Get the fuck with the sandwich. I ain't about to cut no more. We got some more because I got some other things I'm going to throw your way. But listen, this is what we're going to do. I want y'all to keep it right here because we do have our guest that is in the building. We're about to bring her up in a couple minutes. But right before we bring her up, I just want to play this expert, and I would like for you to hear this. So check this one out. Old folks used to say it this way. Mothers used to tell their daughters, don't go out there looking like Jezebel. Have you ever heard that statement? Yes. Do you know how the Bible describes Jezebel? Please break it down for me. In Second Kings, the ninth chapter, the Bible speaks about Jezebel. She painted her face. There was a certain attire. In the book of Proverbs, it clearly is distinguished between, it says, the attire of a harlot. But then in the New Testament, in the book of Timothy, it talks about women adorning yourselves in modest apparel. There is a difference between the attire of a harlot and modest apparel. There's nothing modest about a woman in the street, half naked. Uh, these leggings that women wear, they wear them to church. But doesn't church also say, come as you are? No. The Bible ain't never said that. I'm not just saying, as a church, as, you know, don't you want people to come as they yeah. are right now? Yes. They, they're, they're trying to change their life. They have makeup on and they have tight on. Can we you welcome. like this? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Yes, we welcome. But when you come as you are, that doesn't mean that you stay as you are. No, we didn't say that. But see, this is, my, well, this is what I'm saying. Churches today, it isn't just come as you are. It's stay as you are. You can go into any church, practically 99.9 of churches, and you will see more naked females. Our brothers got their pants hanging down, showing their underwear. This is church. This is what church has become now. Okay. So it should be a difference between what you wear in the street and clubbing and partying and what you wear in church. So society says it's normal just to be naked. It's normal to look that way. No, it is not. We have Pastor Gino Jennings here. Would you like to talk to him? He thinks you're a prostitute. He thinks you're a whore. <laughs> Give him a call, 215-515-3481. That's 215-515-3481. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. I just had to play that. But you know what? I'll bring our guest on because, you know, she's going to join in on our conversation as well as we're going to do an interview with her. We can't forget our guest. So, you know, we're going to bring her in. Listen, this I told you on the beginning of the show that I got an entrepreneur on the line. Not only does she do movies, not only does she bump the hairstyles and stuff like that. See, we talk about hair and makeup and all that stuff from different artists. This chick is going to give you her advice as well on some of this stuff, too, because we're going to question her and see what she thinks and what she feels, too. You know what I mean? She done did movies. She done did a little bit of real estate. She got it going on. You know what I'm saying? What can I say? Her name speaks for itself. We got no other than Star. What's going on, Star? Nope, 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 nope. Ain't no Star yet. She's nope. having fun with her lines right now, so we're trying to get her Hello. on right now. Back and forth. What happens is the lines are locked. So when that happens, you know, we got, we got to wait for one person to hang up from the 50 to her to get on. She was on, and something happened, and it snapped off. So as soon as she gets on, so as soon as she tells you, I get her on, man. That's what happens on the show. It's kind of, you know, kind of fabulous. And you got you got, you got Splash Frazier over there talking, man, and letting everybody have it. It is what it is. 
Well, you know what? I got so much to cover. I'm hoping that we can get started on here because, you know, we've been trying to get started on here for a little while, and it seemed like, well, I mean, thank you for the, you know, support of the listeners, you know what I'm saying? We we do a deadlock every, every time I come on, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate all the love and support from the listeners. So that means that y'all crowding up these, these airways and these lines, and I appreciate that. Keep the calls coming through. You know, keep the chatters chatting. I know y'all got stuff to say, and I know y'all, you know, like, what? They on fire tonight. They tripping. Yo, we got some stuff. But listen, I got some more celebrity gossip that's going on. There has been a big, major scandal that just went on, just happened like a couple days ago. I kid you not. I don't know if y'all remember Leandria uh, Johnson. She was um, she was on this hit show, Sunday's Best. She had won. It was probably about eight years ago. She had won. She was a homeless girl. They had a fire. She lost everything that she had, um, and, you know, all her clothes and everything was gone. She came to audition for the singing show, Sunday's Best, and she came in. She had on flip-flops and a pair of jeans and a hoodie. Well, she went through the, you know, audition. She wound up getting through, and then she wound up winning the actual competition at the end. Needless to say, she done recorded albums, and she became this big gospel artist, anointed and appointed this girl can actually sing. However, the first thing that she wanted to tell anybody was that, you know what, I have not been saved all my life. I still do my thing. I have drank. I have smoked. I have gotten high. You know what I'm saying? And I have my issues too. Now, she had lost her brother, which she had really fell into a depression, and so she started going back. After she won the hit show, she really went down when it came down to the drinking and the smoking and things like that, and it really got to the point where she became an alcoholic because of depression. So she asked that, you know, everybody was to pray for her and everything like that. The church was a little bit more sympathetic, you know what I'm saying, and, they, you know, everybody prayed it through. Nobody really did too much, you know, criticizing and stuff like that, but then – Girlfriend got pregnant, and it was like, oh, okay. Now the tabloids is writing, you know, showing, you know, that she's pregnant and she's singing on the cell awards, and you can see her little stomach and everything like that that was going on. And they really putting this woman down because of the fact that she's not married at that point. They even did an article stating that she was married various times, like three times. Uh, she went through various, like, abusive, you know, relationships and the marriages and things like that. Some of them she married for the wrong reasons. She slept with other men. She told her whole testimony and was very truthful about it. But recently, the scandal that went on with her, just like we're talking now about some of the things that we're tired of hearing about as far as this happening in the church, she got on Facebook Live and voiced her opinion, and she said, I'm tired of the church scandal." I'm tired of people not being real. I just need to, she said, can I just be Lee Andrea for one minute? Can I be myself and not be the Grammy, the award-winning, you know, gospel artist that y'all think that I am? She said, I got hood in me just like everybody else. I'm human. She was like, but the way that the scandals and the people talking about one another and things like that and y'all put each other down, it's a trip. She was like, you know, right now where I'm at, she said, you don't want to know how I feel. Now, she got the cussing. She dropped the F-bomb several times in the um, conversation on Facebook Live. And I listened to the um, Facebook Live thing, and she was like, at the church, at Christianity, at this, at that. I mean, she went all the way down the line. She went down to the mother effing 
board, the usher, she, I mean, she went in, okay? Now, she even talked about uh, Marvin Winans, which everybody knows, you know, the Winans, you know, ain't no need to worry, the brick in the day. Everybody knows the Winans, you know what I mean? Everybody knows CC, Vicky, all them. But anyway, she claims that he was very judgmental towards her and looked at her really, like, downward, you know, and had a lot to say. Uh, basically, he was trying to say, you need to get your stuff together. You know what I'm saying? So then she, you know, posted, F, you know, Marvin and who the F he think he is. Uh, you know, I'm human. I'm just voicing my opinion. So what, I might have threw some cuss words in, involved, but I'm just, who was you to say that I don't have a right to talk? This is my amendment. It's, I'm allowed to do what I have to do. She voiced her opinion. It became a scandal. It got all out. And then she said, who is Marvin Winans to say <laughs> that, you know, he looks at me any differently? I'm a product of him. I studied him so much. That's how I became the person that I am today when it came down to my style of singing. But yet he wants to put me down and ridicule me. People talking about the fact that I drank, I smoked, I had a baby out of wedlock. Yes, I did it. She was like, but what about the things that go on outside the church, people sleeping with one another, pastors going, you know, taking, taking people's money? She said, you know what the difference is with church folks? The only difference with church folks is crime going on in the church, there's robbery going on in the church, and the only difference is nobody called the cops. Ooh. Now, Flash, I got to go to you. My brother, what you got to say about that? I hear you, and I was trying to get my Bluetooth back on. What was you saying? Okay. So, this, see, recently, this um, gospel artist recently got, you know, ridiculed because of the fact that she had talked about on Facebook Live what she was tired of church people doing. She said, I'm tired of the scandals. I'm tired of the backbite. I'm tired of it. She said, I'm, you know, I'm just tired of the gospel thing. I could be up there with Beyonce. I could be singing worldly songs and making more money. You know what I'm saying? But the things that go on behind the scenes, she said, I'm Mm -hmm. tired of. I'm tired of the church ridicules. I'm tired of the, the inside details. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. You know, she said, the only difference is with church is that, People coming in, they're robbing the church, and they're doing their crimes in the church, but nobody calls the cops. That's true. What it is is church folk is jealous. Uh They're more than hypocrites. Uh, I said that. I said that Christians are the worst ones. They're more than hypocrites, especially black folks. We judge so much. And, you know, black people have the highest rate of hating um, black ethnic, you know, homosexuals because of that Bible, because of what white men writ and we have to regulate by. Mm-hmm. So not only have, not only do they have us in slavery, but now we slavery we slaving our we enslaving our own damn selves. And then we're enslaving right. our generations coming up on us. Because we're dictating them and we want to control their life. Oh, you can't do that. The Bible says this. You can't do that. The Bible says this. Well, what the hell? Why the hell are we at the buffet and you still in the forks and knives? It says thou shalt not steal. But you got a nerve to talk about my homosexuality? Is, is, one, is one worse than the other? Because the last time I saw I thought they was just all the same. So, right. I mean, it's just 
that's just how it's always been. That's why I had to open. That's why I have an open mind, open vision, an open heart about things, and an open view in the world. Because I'm not about to let society or the world dictate how I think. That's not how the brain works. It doesn't work that way. I'm not about to sit here and because you know my parents. You know they say. Black people are bad, you know. You know we don't like black people, and all the all these years. No, for one, why why don't we like black people? What's the purpose? I'm not about to sit here and dislike this black man that I go to school with because my parents say they don't like black people. The last time I checked, he he has a heart and talk like I do. We got, we in the same class, so he must be the same as me. The only difference is we just two different colors. You see what I'm saying? But we, 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 we don't allow our brains to think for ourselves. We allow society, the world, what other people say, think for us. We we don't have the power or we're not strong enough, confident in ourselves to think for ourselves. So we have to do what society says, what the world says to do. Now, there are things out there we're not supposed to do, kill, rob, steal, Whatever I do, don't get me wrong. I, look, look, I, I, I have a fair five finger discount here and there. Don't get me wrong. It depends on where I'm at. I mean, I have a five finger discount here and there. Who's, who don't have a five finger discount here and there? Because let me tell you something. If you're at the dentist's office and you go, can I borrow your pen to fill this out? And you forget to give the pen back and you get the pens in your purse, you stole the pen from the dentist's office. So don't sit here and tell me everybody don't steal. The same thing with a lighter. Can I borrow your lighter? And you forget to give the lighter back. I mean, yeah, you forgot, but at the same time, it's still theft. So we can't sit here and put levels on this. There's no levels to this. We can't sit here and justify what somebody else does, and we do something else. It just doesn't work there. That's why I say this world is dysfunctional, and we decide to follow ourselves by what society says instead of listening to what our mind and doing what we're supposed to do. We want to listen to what everybody else say. Oh, well, we have to do that. Oh, we got to do this. We're supposed to do that. It's what we said, what God says, or the Bible says this, this does this. Who says? Uh As long as I'm out there, I ain't hurting nobody, I ain't killing nobody, I ain't stealing from nobody, I ain't doing no harm to nobody else. I'm trying to live the best life that I can. So what That's right. do I have to go to church and bow on my knees and, 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 and do all this stuff for? For what? Why do I have to do all that for? I'm doing the best. I'm trying to survive. That's all I got to do in this world is survive. However way I need to do. I ain't out here hurting nobody, killing nobody. I ain't doing nothing to nobody. So why can't I live? But, you know, the ones out here that's innocent and all that carry on are the ones out here getting hurt, killed, and stabbed, innocent bystanders. No. You know, it, it, it's sickening. But go ahead, girl. Right. You know, you, know, you, you be kidding me. Sorry, I told you I had a fire under me. I told you I was going to raise you up. I didn't tell you that, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like this. Now, she did apologize. She did it publicly. She apologized to Marvel Winans, you know, told Marvel Winans, you know, she apologized because, you know, she was a big fan of his and she patronized after him and, you know, she said, I apologize not for what I said, it was how I said it. Yes, I do mean that the church got a lot of stuff with them. She said, but I didn't have to cuss. She did a lot of cussing. No, no, no. See, she was wrong right there. She was wrong right, right here. 
She was wrong to even apologize. You cannot take back what you say. And I tell people, I don't think before I speak. And you think, let me tell you something, it takes a lot in me to apologize for something. It takes a lot for me to really dig down and go, ooh, you really shouldn't have really said that or did that. It takes a lot for me to do Uh that. So when you say something to somebody or anything, there's no taking it back because it was meant to come out. You have that mind where it snaps, where you, you know what, I'm tired of holding this in. It needs to be said. And until enough people start to be more vocal about it and stop hiding behind these social medias and all this stuff, see, she took it back because she was a different person behind the typewriter. See, you see what I'm saying? In your mind, you're tough. You know, you got all this, you know, all this rage and all this. Yeah, I'm going to talk my shit, but I'm going to type it and post it. And everybody going to like it and comment and everything. I'm going to be, you know. But when it comes down to it in reality, can you say it to that person's face? Can you say it in front of the whole crowd? No. So that's why she apologized for it because everybody came at her neck. Hell on. Come at my neck. Come at my neck. Matter of fact, give me an interview with you at the interview, and I'm going to say it at the interview while you're there with me to let you know I ain't playing. Uh-huh. Well, see, at okay. the end of the day, she had the answer to these fans that looked up to her. And at the same time, it is about money, too. Because she, mm-hmm. because of her comments, they kicked her off the Essence Award because she was supposed to be doing a stage performance. So she lost that opportunity. So sometimes when you voice your opinion, you got to, especially being in that type of limelight, you got to be careful how you approach it. I'm not saying that she wasn't wrong because what she said was actually true. It was the delivery in that because people look at her as ministry-based, and because it was ministry-based, you know, that they look at her, you know, her ministry and her songs through, it, it kind of kept them all focused so they're not really getting with Leandria right now. So, you know, there's thousands of people that's out there, they, they're chiming in and, you know, with this Facebook thing, and they're, they're really giving their voices of opinion, and they're like, some people are saying, you know, let's just pray for Leandria. And then some people are saying, hey, you know what, <laughs> Leandria, I think you're just doing this because you're trying to get money at the end of the day. You knew that mm-hmm. you messed up and all that stuff. So that's what I that's think, all about. I think, I think, I think she, 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 she's a human being like the rest of us. She's a human being like the rest of us. She has right. a point. She has a point where she gets set up like the rest of us. We all do. So mm-hmm. just because she ministers to us, just because she makes inspirational music, just because she's a gospel artist, doesn't mean she can't cuss. Doesn't mean she can't get mad. That ain't no such thing. This is what I mean about religion. They try to hold restrictions on you. They want to hold restrictions. Why hold a restriction on me? Okay, I may be a seller. I may snap, I may speak my mind and tell you how you don't want to hear it, Uh but at the same time, I may be delivering a message. I may be some kind of good interpreter for you. It may not seem as coming out in a good way because how you may judge me in my appearance or my approach or how my voice or my tones, Uh but just know what I'm saying. You uh-huh. need to listen. 
So I know that's there's right. no need for her to apologize because if I was a preacher and I decided, okay, you done hit a nerve, and I decided I want to drop me a few F-bombs and B-bombs and everything else <laughs> because you done hit a nerve, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I'm human being. I'm a human being, and goddamn, I'm going to let you know. Just because I minister, goddamn, don't push my goddamn buttons. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Because I come to church, and I try to be as nice as I can. I try to be as best as I can. You know, I try to do as much as I can and inspire people. But goddamn it, what you're not going to do is disrespect me or push my buttons. Because just like everybody else got a nerve to pluck, I have one, too. Just like everybody's got a temper, I have one, too. Just because I'm a preacher or a minister doesn't mean I can't snap or get ghetto. Like I said, I'm right. not ghetto or all that ghetto and, 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 and ratchet, but let me tell you something. I can get ghetto. I can right. get ratchet. If you want me to step down to your level, honey, best believe I'm going to step lower to your level and let you show us how it's done. It's as simple uh-huh. as that. And then I'm going to go back to church and get on that pulpit and preach for that Sunday morning. Right. Okay? It's I just But listen, we got our guest that just came on the air. We're going to get her on here at the same time. And we're going to get her in this conversation and going into her interview because we finally got her in there. We had a long time oh. trying to get her in because we have been like deadlocked. It's been so many um. callers that's coming in and turning up this airwaves. But I'm going to bring to you this host. Oh. This uh, this star host that we have with us tonight, no other, the lady that we've been waiting for and the hour, Miss Star. Hi, Star. Yeah. How are you this evening, girl? I could not wait. Okay, y'all feel so lit. That's all I want. I just want to listen. Y'all got me all worked up. I'm pressing the button. Listen, I don't even. I'm playing the number tomorrow. myself. So uh-huh. just hey everybody, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's listening to talk to you, that's listening to y'all are the, y'all the truth. So tomorrow on my radio show, I'm gonna make sure I give you a major shout out because I love what oh. you're doing. The movement Thank the movement you. is phenomenal. You know, Thank the movement you. is phenomenal. But um yeah, I you know, I'm a Christian myself and mm-hmm. um I also have a son that's gay, you know. And uh-huh. my son actually, my son actually came out to me at a very young age. But I, this is something I knew. My son was three years old, and he would put t-shirts on his head, like like as if it was hair, you know. So you know uh-huh. these things about your child early in the game. But one thing that I always try to tell him is, the Lord is not going to love you no less, you know. I don't right. ever want to. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of backtracking into the uh, into the show. Because these uh-huh. are all the things that I was thinking of while you guys were talking. But um, the Lord know your heart. He made you. He knows who you are, you know. And um, to be quite honest, my son has always been this way. I knew he was this way since he had a personality. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So the last thing that I'm going to do is make him feel like he got to take the walk of shame down um, Hell's Highway, you know, right. <laughs> for, for right. his feelings and his emotions. All right, so that's one thing. Next thing is the pastors and, and Leandra and um, anybody else who brings forth the word. At the end of the day, right, this is where you separate your spirituality from your, your flesh. Because when you step on that pulpit, you're supposed to remove yourself. This is when you become just a vessel. You're just a vessel. You bring forth the word, but yet you're just a vessel. So you can't look at that man because that man might leave off that pulpit and go sleep with 17 women and drink a fifth of honey the minute he step off the pulpit. He's a person. Uh-huh. You know, right. is it right? Who I mean, for, for, for who am I to say what's wrong with what's right? But this is what goes on because that's flesh. But when you step on that pulpit, you're supposed to ask, you know, pray to God to remove yourself from that vessel and allow God to just pour himself in. So that way, no matter if you're speaking to 10 people or 100,000 people, they all feel like you were speaking directly to them because you allowed yourself to be a vessel for God, you know. Absolutely. So it, 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 you can't look at that person and all their personal things as hard as it is because you're like, wait, how are you going to tell me that I should behave this way and he's behaving that way? No. Because uh-huh. now you didn't miss your blessing. Because when he stepped up on that pulpit, it wasn't for you to dissect him or it wasn't for you to uh, ridicule or judge. It was uh-huh. a word that was produced. And that word was supposed to be what you listen to. That's what you key into, you know, because right. nobody perfect. So, you but, know, that's what it is. Right. Absolutely. Um, no, that's, that's basically, you know, that's just it. That's just, that's just my thoughts on it. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I have to ask you this because you also a hairstylist yourself. And, um, yes. and then we're going to go right into your interview. Now, we were talking yes. earlier about one of the gospel artists that – you know, I'm sure you know Mary Mary, and one of the sisters' yeah. name is Erica. She decided mm-hmm. that she was going to wear the pink hair. So a mm-hmm. lot of people in the tabloids, you know, the big pastors and the other gospel artists, had really ridiculed this lady because of the fact that she was wearing pink hair. What is the okay. difference between her wearing the pink hair and somebody else? Now, let me just say this much. You know, and I know just from doing hair, the difference mm-hmm. in a performer, I stage performer, which that's what she is. She's a gospel artist, but she's a stage performer. She's not going to be traveling from church to church at your local churches. So when it comes down to the stage performance, you have to bring your A game. That means your hair is on fleet. It's exotic. Your makeup is on fleet. It's exotic. Your your outfit is on fleet. It may not always bring, you know, Sunday morning church to you, but, you know, the outfit is always Sunday's best, right? So right. here's the thing. This is, this is my my take on that is number one, she's an artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, artists are very eccentric, um, unpredictable people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to take yourself to these places to bring, that 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 allows you to bring these people um, good music, you have to be a different type of being. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is going this is going to make you want to try this and try that. And who on earth are you? Or who did who did you think that you are that God put you here to ridicule or 
discount somebody for the fact that they want to try something different. You know, your physical right. is your physical. You know, it, what, what's, what's inside? Let's talk about her heart. Let's talk about the word that she went through. I don't, mm-hmm. Honestly, I, you know, I'm I'm one of those type of people, like, you know, I'm, my pictures on social media get people all riled up. I just, you know, posted a picture from my movie uh, releases coming out with flowers on. That's it. So, okay. you know, like, I, I, I always ruffle feathers, but mm-hmm. it don't never change the fact that my relationship with God is stronger than it's ever been in my life right now. Okay. I know that's my relationship right. I love God, it. My relationship with God, you know, a lot of people will look on the outside looking in like, oh, they probably even uh, compare me to Jezebel. Just, just for the mere fact that I'm exposing some flesh. You know, but you don't know my heart. Get to know my heart. Get to know my heart. Right. Before you judge me, get to know my heart, you know. That's and right. you'll see that I'm, I'm the same that. person that, that will take the shirt off my back and give it to whoever. I might have took it off my back that day. Maybe that's why all I had was flowers to put on. <laughs> right? <laughs> For the photos. But you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Right. I know that's right. So you know, why are you at it? You got to tell us a little bit about yourself. I done introduced you to the world like three times before we got you on yeah. here. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm so happy to be amongst family because now y'all are officially the Choosy Gang. I got to, you know, uh, everybody who I, I love is part of my Choosy Gang, the Red Choosy Gang. And, you know, um, we just a, a, a bunch of um, radicals who don't mind expressing who we are, you know, and um, being who we are, no matter what um, what the world might think that uh, we should be, you know. So um, I'm 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 just like this girl that's out here trying to um, live out her dreams. I'm trying to tell everybody else that um, that's out here to live their dreams. Now you only live once, right? You only get mm-hmm. one life. That is it. Is no retakes. So. When you get out here, you got to live your best life because you only get one. So I just like to go ahead and try things that people say, oh, you're not going to, that's not going to work. But when somebody tell me that's not going to work, that's my main thing that I'm going for. Okay, let me try that. They said that ain't going to work. Let me show them how much I'm going to make that work. I know you that's know. right. Uh, say that. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, I have a few things that's going on, and I'm about to actually – put some of those things on the back burner and focus on my entertainment career. And um, I'm moving to Georgia and, you know, I got a, I, I'm a grandmother. So my, look, it's, it's so much going on, but my movie is the Red Choosy Hustler. My movie is coming out. It's called the Red Choosy Hustler. The soundtrack to the movie is called Miss Parker. The reason why I picked Miss Parker was from Friday, the movie and Ms. Parker was out there watering the grass. You know, I'm not a young spring chicken, but I yes. still rap. You know, I still rap, and I'm a grandmother. But, you know, I, I just left the studio and had to come and, and pick my grandson up, you know. So it's like um, I figured, like, Ms. Parker would be the perfect name for this project. So uh, I'm, I'm still I'm still high. I'm still popping. Yeah, I'm a granny. But, you know, I, I still I – still, I still turn a couple of years right now and then, you know, water in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's so, so, 
so so that's why uh that's why we named this project Miss Parker is coming ASAP. Um I got people like um Sosa, um Razor, uh Gilly the Kid, um Oskino Vasquez, uh KDL is the producer to the to the whole thing. He produced every track on the C D. Uh, well, CDs is, is uh, being abolished, so uh, I should say this mixtape or whatever you want to call it. Now, I don't know what they going to call it now that they, you know, can't say CD no more. But, um, yeah, is is that is, this is the soundtrack to the movie. Uh, Bruno Brown, how did I forget Bruno Brown? That's my cousin. He, he worked with me side by side on a lot of stuff. Um uh-huh. I think I think I think I, I, I didn't miss nobody. EA, my big cousin, my manager, um, Eric Allen. He helped put all this together. Fran Daddy is one of the uh, uh, photographers, and um, Sterling. Like we, are, it's just so. If the list go on and on, we're gonna have a cast party and all that. I want you guys to come out, possibly. Oh. You know, um, so for this, yeah, I would like you guys to be a part of that when we do. Um, okay. Yeah, when we do the uh, showing of the Red Tree awesome. We can tell yeah. with the celebrities. Yeah. We're going to be with yeah. the stars. I need y'all to I need y'all to Look, I love I, I it. Want, like I said, yeah, I love what y'all doing, you know, and um, and I promote it, and I'm, I'm definitely going, uh, y'all, this won't be the last y'all hear from me. Uh, okay. Listening, this not gonna be the last time. I'm telling y'all, I love, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, when can we expect your movie to come out? Okay, so the movie was supposed to have came out the end of this month. Um, okay. We're still trying to get it out the end of this month, but the thing is, I don't want to rush it. I want to make sure it's right. You know, I want to make sure um, that the quality is a one. Um, this is my life, you know, this is my life story. So, um, I don't, I, I don't want to counterfeit it. I don't want, I don't want the no frill, you know? Um, so we taking our time with, I'm, I'm in the studio, uh, for the next couple of days doing the voiceover for it. The voiceover is actually the last part that we got to do. Um, cause I'm narrating the whole thing from start to finish. So, um, this is definitely something to look forward to, y'all. Uh, I've been through a lot. I, I've had a lot of numerous jobs, from shampoo girl to cable salesperson to uh, everything. I've been a hairstylist all my life. Uh, you know, I'm a music. I'm a rapper, singer, uh, writer. I'm a author. Like, you know, I got a lot of things going on, and I just, at the end of the day, I want to um, encourage the the uh what they call the misfit you know okay. the person that feel like the the person that feel like they already been counted out um I was her you know um they counted me out you know but but God didn't <laughs> they counted me out oh, God I didn't I love you know? that what you said <laughs> I love that girl yeah. that was that's yeah. a high slogan right there and that's an encouragement yeah. to a lot of people out there now Absolutely. not to interrupt you. I do have a no. caller that's in the queue that would love to speak to you. So we're going to bring I'll this caller in, in, and then we're going to go right in deck into our interview, too. So okay. caller number one, who do we have on the line this evening? And welcome to Nationally Syndicated Radio. Hey, peace and abundant divine 
This is, you have the master sound therapy. Who do you walk up to? You say, hey, the magic man. I am the host of the show. The magic man. I took an opportunity of you. I'll Mr. be the magic man in the building. <laughs> That's, what, man. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, you know what? Yeah, damn it, y'all. See, I just made the spiritual, the spiritual leader start touching up here. So thank you, Splash. What's up, Splash? What's up, Mr. Magic Man? I don't know. I've been more than yeah, I've been more than the podcast tonight. 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 Yeah, I tell you, boy, I tell you, Slash ain't no damn joke. And you know, you know, you're getting in, Antonio. <laughs> you know what? Hey, look, um, look, on the real, hey, a hey, shout out to your to your uh, your guest host as well. And I enjoyed it the last time. I'm looking forward to getting some more of that business adventure, some aspirations, and all of that. And I still need that autograph. Now remember, that's magic. It sounds like the other magic, but that's M A J, not a G. I K, not a C. Man, M A. You know what that so is. Make sure you make, make make sure you make that out correctly. <laughs> okay. I know that's right. You know, but but, but for the listening <laughs> for the listening <laughs> audience, you know, this is this is major. And that's why I can't thank uh you enough for all that you are doing, man, because like I say, as far as business, I got aspirations to come out even more. And of course I, I give thanks to uh our listening audiences as a whole at uh, Beverly Nation as well as Dana Network at OMB. You know, we were getting it in. But a lot of us are also real business men and real business women. So listening audience, make sure you got your notepads and stuff out, man. And, and, I, and the good thing about this is recorded, so it's in the archives if you don't catch it live. So I just wanted to add my little $9.99 worth. Okay? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. Love you too, Mr. Stop. Magic Man. That's right, Mr. Magic Man. Thank you for your support. We always appreciate that. And so now Thank we're going to go back into our interview with our star host here. <laughs> we have no other than Miss Star. So, Star, tell us a little bit yeah. more about the stuff. Uh, you were talking about the hair industry. And tell yes. us a little bit about that. So this is the thing, right? I'm going to Georgia, which is, which is like the hair capital. You got yes. and all that, right? So it's crazy because I've been I've been telling myself, right, that this is y'all don't understand how these talks I had with myself should be like. This could be a reality show within itself because. I'm battling with myself, like, listen, girl, okay? You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do all this stuff. You're going to simmer down and just focus on this, you know? And But then I'm like, okay, wait, all right. So I'm going to focus on my entertainment. But I still, I'm doing a bounce house for the kids because I love the children. And um, they, love, they love the bounce house and the party stuff. So I got to keep the bounce, stars on Funplex going. I'm taking all my bounce equipment to Georgia, but I'm taking my hair equipment too because how can I go to Georgia? How can I go to Atlanta and not do hair? You know, but you see how it's starting to sneak in. This is what happens. All this stuff starts to sneak back in when I'm trying to go and focus on just this one thing. It's still turning. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm not going to open up a hair salon right now. I'll probably just 
kitchen do a little something out of the house. Benita's bubble okay. girl, right out the kitchen. You know, and uh-huh. <laughs> I'm you know I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to keep it, I'm gonna try to keep it simple as I can. You know, you can, um, but you, I am taking my hair equipment. Okay, you just know you can say yeah. Kitchen in the kitchen. That's the name of your business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, you know. But I'm trying. I'm really. I'm trying to keep it simple. I am, but um, uh-huh. it's hard because you know when God gives you a few gifts, you know, it, it, you you don't know. It's hard for you to pick one. It's hard for you to choose one and stick to it. You know. So yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it out. But I just need to know that y'all gonna come visit me because listen. I got all this yeah. out here. I'm nervous a little bit. I'm not nervous, but I just feel like I need my Philly people just to come and represent a little bit, you know. Hey, girl, I'm only a phone call away. All you got to do is call me, and look, we can hit that Atlanta right. here show while we out there. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's one coming up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, it's coming up in August, so you just yes. let me know set the time and place, and listen, we'll make some plans on that one. You know? That sounds like a big. That sounds like a big. It sounds like we're going to turn up out there. Let them know. Yeah, you know, Philly is in the building. Philly is in the building. There's a lot of Philly. There's a lot of Philly in Atlanta. But what I'm saying uh-huh. is it's time for us to put our stamp on Atlanta. You know, it's time for us to put our stamp like, yeah, we're here. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and, and we, you know, we got a lot of talent. A lot of talent here. You know? And, um... I'm just trying to bridge the gap a little bit, bring them down slowly but surely. Uh-huh. <laughs> not not, not everybody, but a nice little amount, you know. And, um, start, start a little trend. Start a little unity trend because one thing about Georgia is they uh, their hospitality is a little different, Definitely. you know, than what, we, than what we experience here. And their unity is uh, different than what we experience here. So, um uh-huh. That's one of my key reasons for, for, for getting out of here. But, I know um, that's right. Now, yeah. I got to jump into, um, because I remember just in our conversation that we had, you was telling us, telling me about how you wrote a book based on um, you was in an abusive marriage. Can you talk about that yeah. for a minute? And maybe you can yeah, encourage some yeah. people out there, too. No, see, you trying to get me back in my bag. That's what's going on. I'm on to you, under the bed. You trying to get me back in my bag, girl. You want my bag, girl, to get the money. Yeah, no, listen, you started trouble. It's cool. No, but yeah, honestly, I got the book is called The Red Choosy Hustler. It's on Amazon.com. You can also um, get that at. Black and Nobel on Erie Avenue, they carry it too. Um, it is about. It started out being a story about my hustles. You know, just uh-huh. I've been working since I was nine years old. Started in the barbershop, snip and clip on Shoe Washington Lane. Started out there, and um, I've been working at. Wait, you were watching Checker, that is Chubby Checker's son. He was the first guy that I ever seen. Yeah, uh-huh. 
I will never, okay. I never forget that one. He wore cowboy uh-huh. boots to work every day, and he was one of the best stylists. <laughs> They came from far and wide to get to hear them about that ooh. And I was his shampoo girl, so I was so ecstatic just to, you know, just to be working up under him at nine years old, you know. And nice. so, um, yeah, so, you know, I sat out there, and it talks about all the different jobs I had. But it, it started going into, um, as I was writing, I was in the process of divorce. So, it's, I, you know, I, we were talking about my life, so it started you know, going into all that, getting married and going through um, my husband having a drug addiction that led him um, to be very abusive. You know, he broke every bone in my face, my jawbone, my my ah. nose was broken. I had bo- uh, both eyes black at, at some point in the time, several times. But, you know, um, I've been through um, a, a crazy bout with domestic violence. And um, I stayed. You know, I stayed, and I hid it from my family because, you know, like I was saying, I got a family full of, of guys that that don't condone it at all, and if they find out, they react. So I didn't want them to know. So I hid a lot of stuff from my family, and um, and they started to beat down on my self-esteem. It started to uh, make me feel like nobody else would want me because that's what I was saying before about a woman that's in abusive uh, relationships. You know, we 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 tell them that they stupid sometimes. Like, you know, you stupid. You should leave. You you know, he gonna kill you. And all the while, you know that this is a possibility that um that they can kill you. And you know that this is not a good person. This person can't possibly love you. But on the flip side, you become a whole other person. You're nothing yes, like you yourself. You lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You lose yourself in the in the process. You know. And um, I lost myself. You know, I didn't know who I was. I I was like a penny with a hole in it. That's how I felt. Mm. You know, wow. because this is a man that this is a man that that loved me. This is a man that I said I do to that's supposed to protect me, keep me from all hurt, harm, or danger. You know, and he's the one that's inflicting all the pain and all the drama and everything. So, um, and he's telling me that nobody else is gonna want me, and I started to believe it. So. Um, you know, I just was saying to, if you know somebody that's in that situation, just encourage them, you know, let them know right. the best thing to do is to tell them what they don't know. And that's that they are somebody that they're worth something, you know, um, that, that all of they're going through right now is just another story in a book. It's not the end because I felt like it was the end. That's what I was saying. You know, prior, I had a point of my life where I stood in the kitchen washing dishes, looked at the sharpest knife and just thought about slitting my wrist. And the only thing that stopped me was like, what if I don't die? You know, that was my only thing. Like, I want to make sure that I'm not trying to commit suicide. I wanted to die, you know. I wasn't trying to commit suicide. So it was my whole thing was like, all right, I slit my wrist and then I'm still Still alive, and, 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 and then what? Everybody looking at me like this. To do it. I got to deal with the fact that everybody know that I tried to kill myself. Yeah, wow. I love my kids. They was I, I knew that nobody would take care of them the same way. These are all thoughts that I knew, but my main thought at the time was just not dying. You know, and um, I had to check myself. That 
only let, like, I thank God, I'm telling you, this is how I know how real God is. And mm-hmm. if you ain't been through nothing and you ain't had to lean on him for nothing, then you won't know. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I prayed so hard that night. You know, I, I mean, snot. I mean, you know, you know that dirty prayer when you just ugly and you just got, <laughs> you got the rolling yes. and, and yes. it's just, just you and him. It's just you and him because you could be, you could be, you could be the worst. You know, it don't matter who you are when it comes down to you and your maker. You know, and I was mm-hmm. just, I just laid it all out there. I laid it all out there, and not that God didn't already know. You know, He know everything already, but I just. Like I just wanted to confess it. I just wanted to tell him, you know, I feel like I'm nothing. I feel like I'm worthless. I'm no good here, you know. I'm no good for these kids. Like, you know, just like what take this feeling away from me because right now I don't want to be here. And I'm not uh-huh. going to tell you no less than 24 hours, okay? This is real. No less than 24 hours. That feeling of of um of pity. You know, because that's what it is. You got you feel pity for yourself, you know. And that feeling of pity and worthlessness, it really was lifted off of me to the point where I was like, I was thinking about killing my like, I really was thinking about killing my, Let me get on this phone and make some, some transactions and, and, and fix some things and flip some things around, you know, and make some successful moves because that's who I am, you know. I love and, uh and, and get up out this this hit because you are more than what you are acting like right now. You're tripping. Get up, you know, and, and, I, and that feeling was taken away from me. It was taken away, so I know God is real. It ain't oh. no doubt in my mind. You know, it's no doubt in my mind. That, uh, God is real. Yeah, I definitely yes. do, but you know, without, you, you don't you don't have a testimony without the test. So the abuse, <laughs> that's right. you know, the, all the abuse, all the, um, all the hardships and the things, you know, it wasn't just the abuse, but you had, I had my mother-in-law who was like, um, you caused that. This, your mm-hmm. mouth, your mouth, that's the reason. You know, you, you caused that. And, and make sure when, um, when after the cops leave, my son get his TVs he brought out that house. Mm-hmm. And make sure he get his clothes. Now, my I'm sitting here with two black eyes, a broken nose, my son, my, my baby boy is putting chairs and and all the stuff that he can move at four years old in front of the bedroom door out of fear mm. that his father's going to come in and attack again, okay? Oh and God. she's calling me about materialistic things, you know. My kids slept in the same bed with me. That last, the last beating was the worst one. That's when my face is sleeping to the side of the steps and, um, mm. I was in the hospital for a little while, and um, my son, it, it was crazy. My son pulled the gun. My son went to my car, pulled the gun out my uh, center console, and when I, this was my, my, he was 14 at the time. He's 19 now. Um, I opened my bedroom door. He heard all the, all the confusion, and when I opened my bedroom door to go get a towel, he was standing at my bedroom door with the gun cock pointing it. And he said, move out the way. He said, Mom, move out the way. He had enough, mm. you know. My son my son had enough, but that point made me realize that I got my baby feeling like he got to protect me when I'm supposed to be his protector. 
Yes, I have I have made a situation. I have allowed the situation to get this far where my baby feel like he got to protect me, you know. And, and wow. you know, honestly, my son is locked up right now. My son is, is, is in uh, Montgomery County um, prison. He's been locked up for 18 months. And I can honestly say that a lot of decisions that he has made that landed him where he is right now, has come from all the things that he witnessed. Wow. You know, it, it, it aided, not to make an excuse for him, but it right. aided in some of some of his hastiness, some of his fire that he got in him, you know, hmm. the anger that he got inside of him from watching his mom being beat over 10 years, you know. So, um, yeah, this is all in the book. This is all in the oh book. Oh, my this God. This is all in the movie. This all happens in the movie, you know. Uh, we had to, I actually got my youngest son um, to play his brother in the movie with the gun uh, situation, and uh, he actually started crying in real life because he felt, you know, he 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 was feeling that it was a uh, real moment, yeah, that moment so much that it it, 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 it was so real though, you know, it was like. It, so real because you know he actually took himself to where my son was at um emotionally and um because my son wasn't here of course he couldn't be in um none of the scenes but i that he's the one who gave me my grandson my wild little tootie woody uh-huh. <laughs> so I, you know i take care of my grandson 50 percent you know so his, his my his mother don't feel the pain you know um or the uh the 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 uh absence of my son being around, you know, to help out. So, um, yeah, uh, it's a lot going on in the movie. I think y'all going to love it. I, I really feel like y'all awesome. going to uh, want a part two. <laughs> right. Well, we're yeah. actually looking forward to it. And um, yeah. I'm going to say this much. I know that, you know, it took us a while to get you on here. I really wish we could have gotten you on a little earlier. Um, and I know yeah. we're close. You know, we actually a little bit past our timing. Um, we're going to bring in Ngozia next. But um, I'm going to say this. You have a dynamite testimony and never stop telling that testimony because there's so many women out there that has been hurt and abused in marriages and in relationships. And I'm going to tell you, I'm one of them. And oh, so, wow. therefore, you know, I, I have a woman's talk show. Um, it's it's called Sophisticated Ladies, and what I I would like for you to do is to have a a, a one-on-one, you know, talk on air. Um, if we can do it, uh, we'll talk more after the show. Um, I do a show every Sunday, um, and it's called Sophisticated Ladies. And I would love for you to share that story, and we can go back and forth because I have a testimony just like you have a testimony, and it's very, very similar. Um, I too
Mm-hmm. And it is at 9 o'clock, Sophisticated Ladies. And the PIN number for that particular show is uh, 143-343-POUNDS. Again, that's 143-343-POUNDS. You don't want to miss this show with Star continuing her story about abusive marriage as well as my life story that I had been through with an abusive marriage. So tune in, y'all. And with that being said, first of all, I do want to thank you so much, girl. We finally got you when I was determined. (laughs) Let me just say this. Let me just say this real quick, right? Y'all, I just want the the ladies that's going through, you know, anything right now, even if it's not an abusive relationship, it could be just the loss of a job or whatever. Just anybody that's feeling down on their luck right now. You got I just want y'all to know this one thing is you might not believe in yourself. You might feel like it's time to give up. You you, you don't got no more fight in you. But you just gotta remember but God. You can't I love but it. God. God can. Okay. God can do it. All you got to do is you got to have faith. No fear. Don't operate in fear. No fear. Throw the fear out the window. Operate in faith. Follow me on Instagram, Star of All Trades, and uh, S-T-A-R-R of All Trades, and Facebook, Star Newton. And I always throw inspirational stuff out there. So uh, thanks for having me. I, I, I really appreciate this. I'm loving it, girl. And you know, we got to talk again. So don't forget Sunday night, Absolutely. y'all. So, you know, and it's, you know, we with that because, you know what, this is this is something that has to be told. There's some encouragement that has to be brought on the airwaves, you know, to a lot of better women out here. There's some women that don't even want to get involved in another relationship or another marriage because of that. And you can, your heart can heal after an abusive relationship. So we're going to talk about it. So with that being said, I'm going to bring on our luxurious producer, <laughs> Mr. Ngozi. Take us away, honey. First of all, like I said, I'm glad that Splash made his point today. Like I said, uh, you know, had to come on early uh, to the program. I never want to come on this program unless I'm doing Ngozi time because I want to be able to listen to, you know, the breadth of the program and, Tonight, of course, uh, all lines were locked and four star. You know, we had to do another way to get her on that program. That's what technology is for, right? Star, this is my friend. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> even even yeah, I've been yeah. trying to start one before before Andre. It was even part of Beverly Nation. I'm talking about we're going back to 2013 yep. with a show called Remember That Optical Nerve by Leah Love. Remember that? And I yep. said, Look, get the Leah got yeah. you. And we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about, yeah, June of 13, that's how long, yeah. you know, I've been trying to get Miss Star on, but it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the cosmos. And we always talked, laughed, and joked about it. And I knew that this was the platform for us to be able to do what we need to do and yeah. to be able to share. I will be definitely be on um, that radio network, which is called On Point. Uh, this is, if it's going to be this Sunday, I'm going to make it my business because Star is a friend and also Andre is my twin. So what more can what more can you do without that? <laughs> and, um, you know, I want to be on that program just to hear that. And, and, and twin has shared her story once. Um, and I don't forget it. It was the beginning of when you started doing over at Damon. You shared your story about what, what, what you know, went on with you in that situation yeah. there, twin. And it, it moved a lot of people. I remember yeah. that Carmen Malone that night cried. I never forget that. Oh, I never yeah. forget that night that you shared that story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a young lady by the name of Tanya Carter. It's so all part of our network. And her daughter is going through the same thing that you guys went through. And she talked about it on her radio show. 
You know, I mean, how many times a mother feels like taking a gun and shooting the dude? You know, yeah. it's funny, Star, you could have lost two people, your son yeah. and the husband, at one blink of eye. You but never you know, know how that, 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 remember that, you're talking about a boy killing his father, you don't know how maybe he might think to kill himself because he killed his dad. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. It goes on. I've heard it before. And, you know, one thing about, I always believe the Beverly Nation, if you, and, and Twin knows this, that the, the watchtower, you know, that's why we have a beacon. A watchtower is our symbol, right? And everybody knows that. Because we, we are the beacon of light in uncharted land. That's why you never see anything behind that lighthouse. There's no, there's, you don't see anything behind it but land. Okay, that's where we're going with our networks. And, you know, for Star, for you to be able to, to definitely love us and enough to, you know, promote you to your other networks and what you do, we really, we really humbled and thank you for that because one person, and listen, is, we, we, we do 200,000, okay? That's okay. But we're humbled by that. But it's the one person of all those hundreds of thousands of people that listen that we want to make sure that we are adjusted to, that we want to make sure that we're given the best put forward in everything that we do. And uh, that's what Andrea does. And I knew that this would be the perfect platform for you to share your story right here on National Syndicated. So I really, really appreciate you. I love it. Uh, like I said, my friend. And, 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 and yeah, and, and trust me, guys, you know, uh, she's more than Miss Parker. Miss Parker, I ain't got nothing on Star. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone right now. Am I going there? Yeah, I do that in hours. I do that in hours for that compliment later on. Right on, right on. Yeah, there you go. See, see, see how the women treat me. But listen, now next week <laughs> here on these O N E stations, uh, we start up again with Antonia Batch and uh, Informational Guru. And then, of course, we have our girl who don't play no games. We all know she's us. Okay, you know, you, there's a reason why she calls herself she's us. You know, no need to twin. You already know. And uh, yeah, I could hear her now come up. Peace and love, my family. Peace and love. You know, I love her when she comes on, right? And we, we go right back at the uh, Damon Network next week and all the great shows. And I'm really looking forward to another outstanding broadcast week where we do two-a-days. Uh, we do eight shows a week, and we're off on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I'm going to definitely enjoy time with my son tomorrow, playing basketball, seeing my roof, and just lost my, uh, just lost my uncle last week. So we're going to definitely uh, shout out to my Aunt Ruth Goodson, that's right, 87 years old. I have to be a Sagittarius, by the way. And, um, and uh, she'll be 88 this year. And she still cooks and gets around the house. So uh, this show, uh, Twin, uh, if you don't mind, is dedicated to my Aunt Ruth Goodson. And oh, all the folks out there um, to that, that, that understand what we do on a constant basis, and you know what I always say, and Star gets a kick out of this. So shut up, Star. And I don't know why he says all that, but here we go. Shut up, twin. And, 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 you know, I'm trying to get off this air. Every Nation is advertising through ONE, which is Oladelli and Josie Enterprises. You can reach us, of course, at www.lookingglassentertainment.wordpress.com, as well as Ngozi Primetime 1 at bevnet.com. We are Ngozi Time both at Twitter and Instagram, Oladelli and Josie, both Pinterest and Google+. Oladelli Malay and Josie at Facebook, as well as our business page, the one at Twitter and our and Beverly Nation Online Radio. Any comments, suggestions to our wonderful program tonight? Oladelay.ngozi about my and gmail.com. Now, there's a mouthful right there, Star. Is that, that good for you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I do it every single night. I want to thank everybody for blessing me on my 1507th episode of my lifetime and the 995th episode of Beverly Nation. Do you know that 
going into next week's win, we'll be, matter of fact, this is the nine, I'm sorry, it's the 997th edition of Revelation. We go only three more episodes, guys. We had my 10, my 1,000th episode all time with Beverly Nation. I want to back to the day my mother passed away, 10 years to the date. Uh, she died in 2003. I started the network the day of her translation on February 4th, 2013. So every year that it comes up, it's, it's so historic and uh, definitely does honor to a woman that um, definitely deserves it, my mother. And of course, um, 1,000 episodes, twin. 1,000 episodes. We already did 500 on Damon Network, but 1,000 episodes, twin. Beverly Nation. I'm hoping, like I said, the inventory, the inventory is out there. I'm going to be calling a whole lot of folks, and I'm inviting everybody who is part of the Beverly Nation number one and Beverly Nation number two to come on home and celebrate uh, with us on that evening. I cannot wait. So, as I always say, and that's our star, be quiet, and you too, twin. I am your mother and father's favorite producer. Ola Deli Malay Wangozi saying goodnight, good luck to all the folks out there in Armed Force Radio that support us on a constant basis. Splash Fraser, thank you so much, man, for being the fire plug tonight. And I'm telling you, man, yeah. I, need more, I need more of that over there on Splash Q. I'm just saying, I ain't trying to throw no shade. Have a good night. I know you ain't throwing no shade, but I ain't got no time. So when you ready to give me some more time, then I can act the fool. What you saying? Guess what? Do me a favor. Your slot is 9 to 9.35, and unless something opens up, you get that time at that time. So you're right. But guess what? Keep on doing Thursday, brother. Appreciate you. <laughs> I love his energy that he brings. That's my bull. That's my body right there. You know what I mean? That's what I'm He hikes up the show. I love the energy. I love it. Thank you so much, you know, for being my co-host. I appreciate that. You you really bring a lot of energy to the show, and I appreciate that. You know, we two fireballs together, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I have to say, you know, for um, our listeners out there, thank you so much for your continuous love and support. Tuning in every two weeks to the show, Nationally Syndicated Radio, with your host, Wonder Dre, a.k.a. Wonder Dre, but I'm also known as Andrea Presley. So, um, also, I have to give a special, special shout-out to our, you know, special guest this evening, Star. We thank you so much for all that you do diligently. Yes, you all came I'm getting in, okay? We're going to find a way. Let me tell you all, it was so funny. We had the conference call her in because there were so many lines that were filled up, and this is the second time that she got locked out of a call because of so many callers that was calling in. So that means that y'all been out of bed. They loving us. Yeah, yes. I, I, they love y'all. They love y'all. They ain't let me in. They wasn't trying to let me in. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to hear your exclusive interview, and I'm so glad that we got you on. Um, so thank you again for you know tuning in and and coming on our show and sharing your story. And also, mm-hmm. I want to you know thank you so much for um you know just taking out the time and the opportunity and. Do that Sunday, so don't forget, y'all. Sunday night, oh, yeah. on Talk to Radio. It's going y'all better have your okay. box of clean at the I know that's right. The <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we're not going to hold up the um, listeners and everything. We understand everybody got to get up the next morning, but I just want to thank everybody. Love you all, and take care. God bless.
See you in two weeks. <laughs> Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.